0: Hey friend, and welcome to the Hair Goals Podcast. The Hair Goals Podcast is brought to you by Salt Society, a hair and business community serving the beauty industry with salon business coaching, hair education, and personal development mentoring. The Hair Goals Podcast is your weekly dose of powerful education from coaches on our team, industry leaders, and stylists just like you. So let's reach those goals together because your success is ours. Hey, my friend, and welcome to the Hair Goals Podcast. This is your host, Jamie C., and today we are talking a lot about charging and how to know what to charge and why you should know what you're charging as a hairstylist. And I am just first and foremost wanted to say that I'm super thankful for all of the feedback that we get from this podcast. It means the world to all of us you know, when we hear that what we put out there actually helps somebody, that is all we've ever wanted to do, all we've ever wanted to help our community with. Um, So without any further ado, I would love to be able to dive into today's topic. So like I said before, we're going to be talking a little bit more about charging. So this is really more for salon owners. This is more for salon, uh, you know, like suite owners and independent hairstylists. But if you are a commission stylist, I want you to also stick around because this is a very, very important uh, important uh, piece of information that I want you to have, mainly because when we talk about charging, you know, a lot of you guys are charging, you know, by when the client comes down and sits down next to you and you talk about it and you figure out a budget for the day. There's still that level, whether you are running your own business, whether you are talking about it as a salon owner, whether you're talking about as a commission commission stylist, even if you're a commission stylist, you're still going to have to talk about money. And the root of a lot of why you may not know what to charge or feel uncomfortable about talking about that money story or that money, um, you know, conversation is more so because of how you feel comfortable in receiving money. And most of this is kind of broken down into a few different categories. Number one is a lot of hairstylists are charging based off of what they feel they're worthy of receiving based off of how they perceive their work. And that is not necessarily a beneficial um process in charging specifically because if you your perception is always very critical of your work. Um, as an artist, we tend to do that naturally. Um, but we are forever students. We're going to continue to learn. We're going to continue to grow. And it's our job to feel accepting and kind of like surrendering to the experience that like, okay, regardless, I don't know if I'll ever really, truly knock it out of the park because I am critical of my own work, but I'm going to accept that based off of what I did, I did the best that I knew how to do in that circumstance, and my client was happy. Those are a few things you want to consider, but the problem that we face is, let's say that you're always critical of your work. Let's say you're always having a hard time because you're like, oh, I could have done that better. Oh, I didn't like that. Or maybe past experiences where clients have said like, well, I didn't really love it. So then you're like, okay, well, maybe I just won't charge as much because they didn't particularly love it. And that's also subjective. So when it comes down to charging, if you've always just charged based off of your perception of like if I'm worthy or if I like my work or not, it's never going to be truly, you're never going to have a true um, idea of what you're actually going to bring home financially. If you're ever going to feel less stress around paying your bills because of our own perception that we've put on our work. And the challenging thing that we face is many hairstylists don't know how to kind of remove that thought process. Um, something that I really truly help my community with and I'm really excited that we get to do that. Um, Another thing that I want you to consider too when it comes down to pricing is there's a few factors is if you are a salon owner or if you are an independent hairstylist it really comes down to a few factors which are what do you actually want to bring in? Are you saving? Are you paying off debt? Are you um, investing in your education These are a lot of factors what is your overhead what are you paying out every month right what you know are you paying rent are you paying employees are you paying this are you, there's a lot of um, things to consider with everyone's financial situation is vastly different and money is really uncomfortable for a lot of people I mean trust me I've been there it's you know still to this day like they still get a little and then I'm like okay no it's going to be fine. Everything's good. And mainly is because we, if you've been told your entire life that you're not supposed to talk about money or that it's rude to talk about money or that you, um, I don't know you know, shouldn't be charging what you're charging, whatever, if you're not supposed to be making a certain amount or you were bred to believe that, you know, you're only supposed to make X amount of year, it's going to be really challenging to move through that with ease and with comfort. So it's really about changing your perspective and being able to, to walk into that, but be realistic about the expectations. If you've always kind of felt uncomfortable around money, most likely those things will still feel slightly uncomfortable even though if you persevere through it, that's totally normal. Um, I mean, it's for me, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to swing this around personally just for like two seconds. This is actually a conversation that I was having my, with my husband. A lot of you guys know that, I mean, I told a ton of my community this and I think it's important to know, um, for a particular reason is that I was struggling with an eating disorder for a long period of my life. I'm still in recovery and, the eating disorder is all mental, it is all thought process. It is all the things you think. And the same goes for any story that you tell yourself, whether it be about your body, about money, about what you should receive, what you shouldn't receive. And then you see these people online who are like, I'm recovered from my eating disorder. I never feel anything but amazing. Like that's, that's unrealistic. It's unrealistic. I mean, I believe that I'm pretty deep in recovery, but I still have those negative thoughts sometimes. And I have to navigate into my conscious thoughts. I have to rewire them. I have to re navigate and think about them a little bit differently. So even if you feel uncomfortable about money now or changing your prices or charging adequately, whatever that means for you, just know that you are going to navigate this and it's going to be an up or down roller coaster, And it's, totally normal. It's totally fine. I think so many people in our industry who are like business coaches and I'm not here to put anybody down. That's the real truth. But I think it's also important to say like, implement this strategy and everything will be great. And like, that's also kind of unrealistic because we're fucking human and we're all, you know what I mean? Like we're, we're people and we have thoughts and everyone has like a different life story and different life behind the chair, different thoughts, different feelings, uh, different level of worthiness. Like it's all so subjective to the person. So I just want you to know that, you know, changing your thoughts is totally possible. Changing the way you do business is totally possible, but just be patient with yourself. Don't look online and like everything looks perfect for this person. So even if I have a bad thought that comes up, like something must be wrong with me, like that's not true. It's not true it's just not. So some things that come up in the community like that I hear so often are other hairstylists asking other hairstylists what they charge to get a kind of like scope on if they're charging too much or too little. And the reality of that is, is that everyone's charging situation is vastly different based off of those factors that I said before, which is, you know, how much do you actually want to bring in? How much are you investing in education? How much return on investment? How, what's your tax bracket? What, um, if you have an assistant or if you have employees, if you have, what kind of overhead do you have, which rent all of the, I mean, literally rent is only one, but then you have back bar, then you have all of these other expenses. You have like your, you know, booking programs and you have maybe like Um, I don't know, let's just say, for example, you use an Instagram and maybe use like Linktree as like you pay for Linktree every month. Like there's so many different types of things. Maybe you have a phone that's part of your business expenses. So that's part of your overhead as well. There's just so many things to factor in and everyone's situation is so different. But I also think it's important to open up the discussion around what I perceive as something that the industry is definitely going to navigate towards pretty soon. I mean, Simply because I think our industry has kind of been doing it a little bit differently for a while, and we've been really charging. I don't want to say this is everybody, first and foremost beep, beep, beep. We're moving back. Not everybody charges because Susan down the street charges what they think they should charge. They charge based off of a formula, they charge based off of everything that I said before, and all things are hunky dory. But a large percentage of our industry is not doing that, and that's you know what? If you are one of those people, no shame, no shame. I've been there. It's okay. If you don't know what the hell you're doing, it's okay. (laughs) It's okay. It's all good. Like there's so many resources, so many people to help you, my team being one of them. And it's all good good. You don't have to feel embarrassed or full of shame that you have been running your business for however many years and you don't know what the fuck you're doing. It's all good. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> so backtracking, I think a lot of us have been charging based off of what we feel is like our perception of what is good for our work, what we think we should be charging for the area that we're in. Like that's not necessarily a formula that's spe- you know specific to you and your business. So And of course, some people on the other side of this are probably saying, well, Jamie, you should probably be thinking about what others are charging in your area so you can stay comparable. And I have mixed feelings about that. Like to some degree, absolutely. But to some degree, I call bullshit. And the reason why I say that is because if the experience and the value given is vastly different, then I don't really think it's, I don't think it can be brought up for discussion. I mean, just because someone went to maybe they've out of school, maybe two years. Uh, Maybe their overhead is very low. Maybe they haven't invested in their education very much. Maybe they're charging emotionally. Like maybe they're whatever the case is, maybe that's the case. And then maybe there's someone who's also been out of school for two years, but they've invested in their education about like, let's just say $10,000 that year. They also are charging based off of a formula. They know exactly what they want to make a return on investment and, that pricing, even though they may be in the same town, it can be totally different because maybe the value is also totally different. And I don't mean just value and like what they're giving. I mean like the energetic value that they're giving. And what I mean by this is like, maybe the girl that I first started about, like the first scenario, she walks into like, Hey, what do you want to do today? Like, looks like she just rolled out of bed. doesn't really, you know, walks through, blah, blah, blah. It does not come with massive value. And what I mean by this is the other one shows up and she sits down. She talks face-to-face. She's like giving them different solutions. She's asking them what they're using at home. She's asking if what they're using is working. They're also like offering champagne or offering snacks or offering lunch, uh, maybe a hot towel. Maybe they're doing these different things. Maybe they're just showing up energetically too, like really available for that client. Like there's a standard of expectation. It's above and beyond. They're offering solutions. Like that experience is really different. And some people, like I said, just want to go in, want to get their roots done, barely have a conversation and leave. And that's fine. Some people really want to sit in that experience and lounge back have the most luxurious experience ever. It's not saying one is right over the other, as long as they're priced based off of a formula and not emotionally, then we're good to go. But whatever experience you deliver is really whatever feels good for you at that time. Like for example, and this is just something that's coming up for me right now with just thinking about this as I'm talking about it is let's just say, You know, you're the second person, right? Who's giving all this value. And then maybe you experience a huge traumatic loss in your life and you're grieving. Like, there's also an experience where, like, someone may be going through either mental illness or um, struggling with loss, struggling with grief, struggling with whatever that life has thrown at them. Like, you also can't always energetically show up exactly the way you need to and exactly the way you want to. You can do your best, you can try because that's what you want to do for your job and for your clients. But there's also life experiences that come in the way. And like, that's just, that's just going to be what it is. I mean, when I lost my brother, I did not show up the way that I really wanted to for my clients, but I also was grieving one of the deepest losses that I had in my life. So, I mean, there's so many people that are going through so many different things, especially walking out of a really traumatic year with the pandemic. So I think it's just like, do what you can at this time, but also don't use, um, I want to say like the formula, the, uh, you know, going hourly is really kind of what I'm gearing towards here. And it was a really long route to get there, but I really foresee our industry going hourly plus product. I mean, it's the most easy way to be able to do like whatever your labor is going to be costing and what your product is going to be costing because there's no way that you can really give an accurate price for what you're using behind the chair with product. And you should also know what your labor costs because your labor costs is gonna be different than anyone in, in that area, specifically about those factors that I said before. But one of the biggest things that not a lot of people talk about, and they talk about the emotional you know, charging, they talk about that those things like how to just, do it. Oh, just charge with confidence. Just do all these things. And it's like, it's so much deeper than that for a lot of hairstylists. And I say this because I used to be one was I had a traumatic experience with money. I had a traumatic experience with a lot of things in my life around receiving money, or at least I was raised by parents who did their best, but they basically told us like indirectly, like, this is what we make. And this is kind of the standard of expectation for you. So I never allowed myself to see myself as someone who could receive more until I recognized I no longer wanted to feel a certain way anymore. And then I changed it. I mean, it's much more in depth. If you've listened to my story, then you probably know what I'm talking about, but that's for another time. So what I wanted to talk about was it's really, it's a really deep a lot of anxiousness around raising prices and talking about money. And it's any classroom that I've ever taught in, I have asked people who here talks about budget, who here feels confident about their, knows their numbers. No one raises their hand, not a single person. Um, I think maybe in like the past five years that I've been educating, if I'd asked that question, I think maybe I've got a total of 40 people that probably raised their hand out of thousands of hairstylists that I've taught in person That is to me, one of the scariest things mainly or not scariest, but most concerning topics is because we are service providers and we are creatives. But the problem is, is a lot of us are going out on our own and running our own businesses, whether it be a suite or renting a chair in another business or running your own salon or a micro salon or a big salon. And we still have a very challenging time with money. We still have a very hard time and how can we expect to have less stress about like paying our bills and going on vacation and doing all these things and just like not having to worry about living paycheck to paycheck? How can we do that? I think it also really comes from like, we got to get to a place where you're just like, I'm done. Because you may have gotten to this place. Where you're like, well, just like minimal money is fine. Like this is just what my life is going to be. It's fine, whatever. And Then eventually you'll get to a place where you're like, "Mm, this is hard. I can't pay my bills. I'm freaking out. Like if your business got shut down in 2020, welcome to the club, by the way. Um, This is not a club you want to be in, but a lot of us are. But it's a real thing that your business might might actually get shut down in the future again. And because that we should probably prepare for if it does, then when it does shut down that we don't freak out about our finances or our bills or relying on a check to come in the mail. And it's very possible and it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be challenging. It doesn't mean you can't still live your life and have fun and do all these amazing things like budgeting and saving like I mean, for a lot of us, it's just like barf. I don't want to have to think about that. That's annoying. I want to just spend what I want to spend. It's not a big deal. That's not everybody, but that's a lot of people. And if you are already budgeting and you're already charging, um, that's amazing. I mean, if you're already there, that's amazing. I don't know if you, if you've gotten to this place in this podcast, we're about 20 minutes in, um, I'm thinking that you are, uh, mainly probably struggling with charging or feeling weird around money. And I want you to know it's all good. It's all good. Right now, it's a temporary place, right? But you're in the right place. If you're listening to this, you are exactly where you need to be. And the reality of it is when we make any changes or when I educate on people making changes, it's not big changes at first because those aren't long-lasting changes. That's unrealistic. It's unrealistic to say, I'm gonna change my entire business overnight and I'm gonna feel zero resistance. That is, is, mean, again, gonna call bullshit on that because that's never gonna happen. I help you take very small, intentional Choices or steps that make your business feel different and make your business feel different over time. And so your limbic system doesn't freak the frick out because that is your fight or flight system and is going to, the second you start changing and feeling resistance and doing all of these crazy things way too fast, then your body is going to feel a lot of scary things and it's going to go haywire with your thoughts. And we don't want that. So I'm going to actually be talking a lot about this topic again inside of my five-day challenge, which is going to be inside of the Salt Society Facebook group, which I'm so excited is growing and it's amazing. And it's just like such a beautiful community of people. It's incredible. I love you guys in there. You're so supportive of each other. It's incredible to see it. Uh, But that's going to be happening on the 21st through the 25th. So I'm going to be going live every day inside of that Facebook group with topics to help you through all of the things that we talked about today. So you can start really feeling different about it because it all starts with the way that you think about it. Your perception is the only thing that needs to change. Once your perception changes, like things authentically change and feel different and better. And you can't, I I don't want to say can't because that's not true for everybody either, but It's really, really helpful if you don't just implement a strategy without changing your perception first. Once you change the perception, the strategy feels easier and more fun. So that's the approach that we're going to take. And I know you want instant change. I know you want things to be different overnight. I know you want them to feel really good, really quick, and you don't want to do what you're doing anymore. And I feel you. And honestly, if I could snap my fingers and make your business the way you wanted it to be and the way you want it to feel, then I would. But the reality of being human is that that's not how any process works. That's long lasting and that is worth it. Um, And it's also not your fault to want to rush it mainly because we live in a fast food industry where basically like we get everything instantly. Amazon, get it overnight. You want McDonald's? You'd get it in about five seconds in a (laughs) drive-thru. You want um, internet? Okay, lightning speed. It's, It's, I mean, we get angry when things don't download fast enough. I mean, we are impatient as a society. So it's not your fault that you want things that fast, but I'm here to pace you. I'm here to make this feel good. Um, so I'm excited to see you inside of the 5-day challenge and it's going to be super amazing if I do say so myself. I'm super pumped about the content that we're going to be bringing. And I love you guys. I love you. Whoever is listening, I'm giving you a big hug and I'm letting you know that you know what? Tomorrow, today it's all it's all good. Everything's all good. I right now in that feel that way right now, but what is that thing that I always say? So someone said this to me and I really don't remember who this was, but they said like change is the only constant. So if it's good right now, like hold on to that because it's not going to last forever. It'll probably uh, get kind of shitty. And then when it's shitty, it'll eventually get really good again. And that is just kind of life. So whether you're feeling shitty right now, it's not a forever thing. I promise you it's not a forever thing. And if you're feeling so good, like just, just hold on and hold that moment and live in that because you're most likely going to be handed a little bit of a challenge or life's going to change a little bit and it's all good. It's just all good. All right, my friend, uh, Click the uh, links in the resources to join our community and I'll put a few different resources down below that can help you get started and feeling really good around just money and charging and really getting your business to be where you want it to be. So, all right. Cheers, my friend. Uh, Bye-bye for now and I'll see you in the next episode.